Yes, 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 people. It's the first episode of the new Premier League season. Um, obviously, all the teams haven't played yet, but I think there's been a lot of games that we want to like break down. We want to discuss players that maybe have caught our eye early on this season that I think it makes sense to have something out in a new week for you lot to digest. Obviously, you've got Chelsea playing Brighton tomorrow and also Sheffield United playing Wolves tomorrow. So by tomorrow, we'll know the scores of that. But... Nevertheless, there's still some teams that we, we just have maybe questions to ask and what better place than EOTB to provide the answers, you get what I'm saying? What are we saying, people? You look good, yeah? Sweet, oh, man. man. Hey, Premier League is back, baby. Yeah, man. I, like, it, it, I've liked what I've seen so far, so I can't Yeah. Lie, nah, facts. It's looking like it's going to be a very, very positive season. Apart from your pick for a top four, Josh. <laughs> I didn't like what I saw from them, mate. I didn't like it we're, at all. We're one, we're one game in, man. Settle down, man. Settle down. Yo. I'm trying to get my sterling up in the city. So see we play. As soon as my child can walk, it's straight project Mbappé. Bun all the verbal. As soon as I hear that whistle. We get straight to the action. To the Come on, lads, where's the passion? passion. Do like Alamat see we wear headbands for the fashion. Gucci. If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball, yeah. Uh, I got my eye on the ball. Uh, I got my eye on the ball, yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball. I'm gonna go. I don't wanna do it. I'm gonna go Tottenham four. <laughs> I'm gonna go Tottenham four. I'm just saying, I didn't like what I saw, mate. Just saying. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah and I'm just saying, settle down. Well, Are you a fan of them or something? Oh, here, here we go. I, I, I just stand by my judgments. Uh, I mean, I think there's no better place to start, innit? Like, Tottenham. Um, Josh, that obviously yeah. that was one of your picks for, for the top four. So, what, yeah. what do you think? There's, there's a few things to get to when it comes to Tottenham, man. Mm. Um, one of the striking features to me is that if they wish to be um, a top four, top five, top six club, um, one of the main things they need to do is, is maintain possession. They need to dominate possession in a lot of games. Mm. Um, I saw a stat before the game started that um, the average possession uh, throughout the season last year was around, around 50, 51%. Yeah. And when you compare that to the likes of Man City, Liverpool, um, those teams there, I think Man City were averaging about 67%. So there's quite a big difference there, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think for a side like Tottenham, if they aspire to be one of the big boys, they definitely need to get a hold of games, man, like throughout the season. Um, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, another thing I kind of picked up on, even as this conversation with you, Daniel, earlier, was that um, for me personally, I think Tottenham can get the best out of their players by playing a whole different formation. And I think for me, Son is better as a striker, in my opinion. I'm not saying that he needs to play lone striker and he needs to punch Harry Kane. I'm saying he goes to the top. Um, and we also discussed this earlier about Tottenham do have the kind of players to go with a three at the back, but at the same time they don't have the kind of players to be a three at the back. What I mean by that is this: I think you could go over two up top with Son and Harry Kane. I think that's a great fit because Harry Kane is more than just your normal striker. He actually has an eye for a pass as well. I feel like he'll do very well with a faster um, player alongside him in, in a Son who can finish as well. He's, he's both footed. As well as that, you have Dele Ali in his natural position, which I believe is a ten where he can just create and just be himself and express himself. Um, you've got the three at the back there but the issue is is that 
a modern day three at the back, I believe, is more successful when you have wing backs. And obviously, of course, they signed Doherty on the right. Um, he's come from Wolves, who play with a wing back anyway, so I think that's a great fit there. Um, but at the same time, on the left, you don't really have that that kind of option. And when you look at Tottenham's team, you have Steven Bergeron and you have Lucas Moura. And I think to leave both of them out to play two wing backs is kind of a crime in a way. Do you know what I mean? So you just for, for Tottenham, I think you might you might take that gamble and possibly play Bergwijn, um or Lucas on the left, and then maybe play a Doherty to that provide some kind of balance, and I put a Winks and a um, Hoyerberg in the middle. Um, that could possibly be an option. But um, yeah, man, I think I think Tottenham do have options there, man. I, I just think that right now they're not playing a brand of football that they should do. I can't I can't tell you what Josh. Tottenham's system is at the moment yeah to bro. interrupt in it um i just i think hoiberg and winks i don't like the look of that 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 partnership do you, do, think, do you know what it is though? go on uh, the only reason i say that is because if you're tottenham and you're going to play that three at the back with the two wide players if you're going to play with two attacking wide players in, in a, a lucas Moura and a, and a bergwine i think it makes sense to play those two in the middle to just kind of get some sort of defensive balance simply because those two can't be you can't rely on them to do defensive tracking for 90 minutes do you know what i mean no you definitely have to play them and i i, I kind of agree i like the idea with three at the back as well because i like the idea of banging son and harry delhi in behind but i just think um as far as ball retention because remember you were saying that they lack um holding possession obviously yeah. i think the three at the back will help that but regarding the the center mid partnership in there, i just don't like the look of it man like they're expecting yeah. hoiberg to come in and be some some G like no, nah, he got he got popped, fam. Allen, to be honest, the whole team got popped. Nah, Allen, yeah, Andre that's Gomez, what I was gonna Dupore. say. You have to, what you have to remember is that Hoiberg is a player that plays best when the team has possession. Like he's someone who recycles the ball really well. And what you have to remember is that that Tottenham team didn't have the ball in the game. Like Everton popped them in terms of the midfield. Yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. That's a what, problem. You got to be able to keep the ball. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's his fault. I think you have to more look at. You, you have to more look at management. I like the signings. However, do the signings actually fit what they're trying yeah. to do? That's another question. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's not it's yeah. not necessarily... Okay. No, Daniel, I'm not trying did, to... Go on, go on, Darren. Yeah, and I'm not go. trying to um, say that... Um, like, pinpoint Hoiberg. You know, I'm just saying as far as that partnership in terms of if you want to, you know, develop your... Um, your possession and obviously hold on to the ball more. I just don't think that partnership is, uh, like will get you that kind nah, of nah do you know what do you know what i i i, I, disagree, I disagree with that man because i, I do think that i think that harry winks is a very good player in possession i think that hoyerberg is a good player in possession as well and i think that both of them because they're both um a climb to the game defensively as well that helps you a lot um in terms of their signings i do believe that hoyerberg and Doherty are very good signings um and like me and danny said off camera um the issue is is that tottenham have addressed issues that they need to address yeah but now the next stage of that is those players doing a specific job that they were brought in to do. For example, you can't bring in Doherty and play my right back because I think that you're yeah, you're getting less than you bought for struggled. him. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, not, Hoiberg, yeah, that's not really his position. Bro. The thing with Hoiberg, I think he is a good signing, but I just expecting him. I think expecting him to come in, start, and you know, um, lead in improving midfield is a tough ask for him. I don't think he's gonna do. I that. hear, I hear that, but with with the with, with the three at the back, I think what that gives you is that you have that cover 
with the with the Hoiberg and the Winks, and that allows your attacking players to express themselves and be free and, and create. Because yeah. I think that creativity is something that Tottenham lacks a lot. No, to, so I think that I, that's what I was saying. I agree. free at the back. I do agree. No, but yeah. even even the Winks, because you have to look at it like this. Look, who was who was Hoiberg playing with at Southampton? He was playing with James Wood Prowse. James Wood Prowse and Harry Winks are very very similar players. The reason why it was so successful for Southampton is because Southampton under House and Hill to play a very very progressive brand of football where their wingers are very very fit they go forward and they track back the problem with the problem with Tottenham yeah. and the problem with that I have now with the free at the back or whatever is that the manager is still Jose Mourinho and for me I have so much love for Jose Mourinho he was always in my top three when I talk about managers and whatnot however when you hire a manager like Jose Mourinho you need to know what you're getting in that manager these players aren't going to be given attacker freedom. He was he was asking Hazard to defend for crying out loud. So you should like, there's no player <laughs> exempt from um, putting tracking back into a defensive structure into defensive shape. You need to sit here and you need to be here. And then when it's time to counter attack, you counter attack when you get the ball and you try and counter attack in your numbers in your attacking numbers. The problem isn't or it's not. It's, I don't even think it's necessarily a problem. However. I think they haven't addressed or bought players that are going to necessarily support the manager's philosophy, shall we say. Because look at it, for example. Do- no, but do you know what the issue is, though? Go on. I think the issue is, yeah, what is the manager's philosophy, though? Because we've no, seen we Jose Mourinho kind of play different... different di- no, but if, if my point is that if you're... Like I said, bro, I, feel, I, I personally feel that Tottenham need to get, contro- get more control of games. So if that's the case here, you need to set up your team in a way that you can dominate the midfield and win that midfield battle. But you're battle saying that, you're saying that, but you're saying that, yeah, exactly. You're but saying, that, that's what I'm saying, when, but then if, if that's the case here, then you have to set up for a counter-attack. You have to choose one. What, I, I no, just feel like he, Tottenham are in a kind of limbo right now where they don't know what structure they're playing. What I'm saying is, personally, I see what Tottenham are doing because I know how Mourinho sets out his team. And especially with the all or nothing, you see how he's talking to his players, what he expects from his players. Like, you know what he's trying to do in terms of how he's trying to set up his team. However, what I'm saying is with Mourinho, and the reason why I can say this is because I've had him as a manager. Mourinho of 2004-05, Porto Mourinho, is not the same as the Premier League title win in 2013, I think it was Mourinho. Fam, he's more pragmatic, he's more industrious, he's more... He's trying to think on... like. His, his his approach to the game is we're going to stop you from doing what you do best and then so win, the opposite of win exactly we're going to stop what you do best and win off the back of you not being able to connect from your ability to attack do you get what I'm saying but the and problem I think, with and I that, think that's the wrong mentality for club that you can say that you can say yeah I feel like that's why they brought him in though do you get what I'm saying because in a way that's what he's used to win do you get what I'm saying my thing is now what he's trying to what was I even going to say? Yeah, I'm saying that now what the problem is with that mentality is when there's a team that is clearly better than you, because Everton now, I, we, we, I, I can't remember who I was having a conversation with, but they have probably one of the best squads in the league now. Do you get what I'm saying? Maybe top five-ish best squads in the league. So, like, when a team is clearly better than you, how do you stop that? What do you do to go about stopping but, that when you don't have the players to stop that? Fam, Alderweireld is in his, he's in his late years now. You see the way Richarlison caught that ball. Dyer has, ne- I've never rated that. I've always said that Dyer, I think 
playing in Portugal as an Englishman has blinded a lot of English managers to, to, to the ability of that. Maybe because including can speak, Jose, because he can speak a bit of Portuguese. He's, he, he always he's always in the team week in week out, fam. And then you've got who, who's even the first, the Vincent Sanchez, who I think can be a top quality centre back with the right partner. Same. He's on the bench. Same. So like you have yeah. to ask yourself these questions. You got Doherty, who they bought as a, as a right back, and I've been you. Everyone's been saying it. That's always been the question. Can he make the transition, bro? Today he was playing like the furthest winger on the pitch. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Mm. These 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 Literally. issues need to be. They, they, they look like a three at yeah, the back today. They look like a three at the back. Do we put that down to? No, but no, but no, but Darren, this is this is exactly what I'm saying. Though, is like, if you think about it, yeah, what Jose's done in the past, yeah, I think football's changed a lot. If you look at the top sides in the world, yeah, a Man City, a Liverpool, a Bayern Munich, yeah, Daniel, we even saw in the in the final Bayern Munich. I was even arguing to you that maybe it's a possibility that Bayern Munich will change the way they play in the high line for PSG, and they didn't do that. The top clubs in the world today, they stick by their football and philosophy and say, you know what, yeah, if you're gonna beat us, then beat us doing what you do well, win it. We're not gonna adjust to what. But that's what I'm beat. saying. I feel like that's what that's, why, that's why the, is and, and banging on from the right, fam. When no, but that, you that's know what I'm saying, though. If, if Mourinho has the aspirations to get Tottenham to be a top-flight club, which I feel like they, they should and they could be, you have to employ that same philosophy, bro. We're going to play this brand of football and a team is going to beat us being better than us. It's not that on the day we're going to change due to who we're playing because I just feel like that's that, that's that's a mid-table um, club a mentality, man. I agree. Man. It's a double, I agree just with that, last point, just quickly, but I, quickly right, before on, you go. come in. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Like... Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I think personally that, and I'm going to backtrack a bit. Obviously, I think I'm allowed to backtrack because it's the first week of the season. But I think Tottenham won't do well in the league with Mourinho as manager, especially because they don't have the players necessary for Mourinho to do well in the league. However, I do honestly believe he'll win them a trophy before he gets sacked or before he leaves the club. Because I just think that the way Mourinho manages, it's built for cup competitions look at the way Arteta set up his team he made his def- he made a lot of those defenders look so much better than they are and they went on to be very very good mm. teams to win in the FA Cup so I, I honestly do believe yeah, he can exactly. he can build his team in a way where they will win a cup competition however they will always fall short in the league when a team with better quality comes into town and just plays them off the park fam these days mm. now the counter-attack Counter attack and inshallah, that that only that only works to an extent. Like you can have that one-off game where the other team can't finish off their dinner, but that's not gonna work every week. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it it, it won't work every week, and the way that Tottenham play mm-hmm. today is inexcusable. Regardless of what formation you want to play, fam. At the end of the day, you want your ballers on the pitch to take control of games and do well. Forget the tactics. Your ballers stand out mm. first, and then the tactics obviously push you on to win. And no one played well for Tottenham today. As in, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what joint is? I, I, I definitely agree with that, yeah, but I feel like the, the kind of, um, if you're a Tottenham Hotspur fan, you kind of have hope in the fact that this game could have easily been a 2-2 game, yeah. bro, if you look at the True. chance that Tottenham had, True. bro. The, 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 the um, Dele Alli chance, which was a very good save, but Pickford, Pickford had an amazing game, by the way, he controlled his box very well. Um, you had that chance, you had the Doherty chance as well. So if you look at it like that, yeah, this could have easily been a game where Tottenham could have come out with a draw, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah there's still much to change um, and I think that's good because I feel like when you as a side when you look at your team you think our backs are up, up against the wall you have no more options that's when you're really done for them. I feel like for Tottenham there are options there that could be that could be had man just yeah. to make my last point in it, I just think um, they, they were lifeless fam Tottenham as a whole fam I don't think that they showed any especially in the second half 
like they showed no urgency. It wasn't like they were, they were moving like they weren't, they weren't trying to get back in the game, fam. And I think yeah. Mourinho's got to do a better job of motivating them and them, fam. Either motivate them or, you know, because I don't understand how, because Daniel, you were saying how the, you, we expect Mourinho to set up to stop teams. So why is Doherty banging, like, basically at right wing? Do you know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, I get the that. two things don't align. So um, I mean, I just think yeah, go on, go on. yeah, they got they got to do. Cause I think it's some carryover from last season because we saw similar stuff last season where they just it felt like they lacked passion. They weren't trying to play for Mourinho. And I think um, he's got to do a better job of motiv- motivating them for sure. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But on the, on the flip side of the coin, I think Everton definitely looked good. I think Allen, the Corey, um, special shout-outs to them. I think their midfield looks so much more solid. And then on the other hand, I think they're... Because they were, they were always threatening going forward because people forget Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison both scored 15 goals, I believe it was, um, last season. So, in all comps, I believe it was. So, they've got goal threat. But what they've been lacking is the ability to control games in terms of their midfield. I think um, their big six record, they didn't win any game. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, for me, that was the, those, that's what you call signings that address issues and also suit the style of the manager. Ancelotti exactly. wants a solidified midfield I, I, to go with his attack. And then on top of that, just to add, fam, you might say it was unspectacular where he didn't do anything. Hammers is a quality signing for them. Yeah, I knew you were getting there. Well, there man. Fam, he played, he played well. well. Like, I'm not saying he was an uh, 8 out of 10. Like, fam, he was a solid seven, yeah. 7 out of 10 where he made very, very nice passes. He could see he was easing himself into the Premier League. But the reason why you I'm saying that... You know what he kept doing as well? It was... It was it, the reason why I'm like, I don't want to say I was gassing it, but the reason why I'm optimistic about it is because there's only a handful of players in the world that once they get the ball, you're on the edge of your seat. You're thinking something could happen. Like when Hamas cuts in, you're thinking the next ball is going to be a mad thing. You're thinking the next ball could yeah. be a, a, the door. Like, and he kept spraying it. He kept, kept spraying it to Dindier, fam, when Dindier was wide open. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. obviously, in, 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 in the chat, Daniel was giving James the big one when I, I personally didn't think at, at that point in the game, all he done was really switch balls out wide, didn't it? But no, he did have a good game to be fair to him, and um, even um, in Ancelotti's uh, post-game interview, the, the interviewer asked him whether he thinks that Hammond's going to like the league a lot, and he was kind of hesitant to answer that question, um, simply because Hammond's isn't the Hammond's of old. He's lost that explosiveness, that sharpness, that quickness. However, his technical ability is, is, is still fantastic and it's still exactly. going to be such a huge asset to um, Everton. I just feel like for Hammers, once he acclimatises to the league, um, realises that he, not, he needs to get stronger, probably a bit quicker. Um, yeah, man, it could be a huge threat for, for Everton. Man. And I don't think there's actually a lot of pressure on him because um, he was banging basically right wing the way they set up, but he, he's not asked to do much defensively. He's got like kind of a free roam type. But he was even doing a lot of work defensively though. Exactly. He, he's, he, had, he had a very good work quick. And that's a well. bonus, fam. I'm sure Ancelotti ain't telling him track back every time. Do you get what I'm saying? So if what? If he's giving so you that, do you, then obviously that's a positive. Do, do you man think yeah, that for him, he's going to be a right winger all season or do you think you can see him at camp? It was an inverted kind of football. Like he was allowed to roam. Yeah, it the, depends on the formation, innit? He was allowed to but, roam. Um, do, do you think against other teams where they, they could get exposed with that? Nah, fam, because that midfield exactly. of Alan, Alan Dupore and Andre Gomez, them man are mm. gonna do. Them man are gonna be serious. And like, this people, season. people are gonna like. I'm telling you now. I was telling my cousin, fam, that Alan signing, that Alan pickup, teams are gonna be crying their serious. eyes out that they didn't sign him because he, he's I'm in his prime. He, he, he at that price, enforcer. He's what Torreira wants to be. 
basically. <laughs> and that's that's as that's as like simple as it gets, fam. Allen is an enforcer. Like he was putting him, his body. I think in the first five minutes he already made a challenge, like to let man them know that fam, yeah. I've arrived and this is what it's gonna be. Like if I'm playing against you, I'm gonna yeah. control the midfield. And fam, Everton dominated the midfield battle. They looked so comfortable dominated. in possession, like it was crazy. And I think I think the good thing about their signs, particularly midfield, is the fact that they're not going to struggle to deal with the physicality of the Premier League, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Bro, Allen is a warrior, bro. The Corey is a warrior. So I feel like, in that sense, I have a very, very strong midfield, man. Yeah, Even Andre Gomez, fam. Andre Gomez gives you a bit of both. Like, he's, he's got a bit of bite on him and then he creates going forward. Like, I think they're going to be... They're definitely going to be competing with, like, Arsenal, yeah. um, Spurs for, like, that top six, fifth, sixth spot. Yeah. But obviously, we're talking about um, Everton looking comfortable. Other side, the Mersey side, fam, Liverpool were not were far from comfortable, bro. And listen, Tell what was I telling it, you, man? What was I telling you, man? Last year, bro, I literally said it, fam. You were getting onto Man City, which was very like it, w- it was fair enough in it. But I was saying that, bro, it is so hard for a team of that stature to keep up the same level of motivation three years on the trot, man. Fam, they've won everything, but they've got the Champions League, they've got the Premier League. I just feel like now, like, what more do they want kind of thing? Like, it's hard to sustain that that same level, man. That's why we were saying the mistake of Pep was not making signings to make it to increase competition. That's how you maintain Mm. hunger. What did Alex Alex Ferguson do? Alex Ferguson had had Rooney, I've forgotten the season, but he had Rooney, he he had a couple of men and then what does he Bam, go and Tevez, do? and you still go and get Berbatov. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's but then, what but then, as Klopp was saying, as Klopp was saying in the interview, is not by force to change the team every single year, bro. Like especially drastically, man. No, but it's important. Like, add, add they've still the got team, one of the best starting levels in the world. Adding to the, the team, team is not changing it. It's increasing competition. Yeah. The be- the more the more players, fam. Why not? Go especially and... if you're the reigning champ. Exactly. Fam. There's no excuse. I don't. I don't believe in that. Adding to the team is. Uh, no, but it's not, it's not it's not that easier to pick out players for this particular system. Like, it's not as easy as, okay, cool, we want that. Okay, but we'll an example, bro, it's an not example, that simple. They bid for Jamal Lewis. And they did, I think, and they, I think um, they, they needed Newcastle about five minutes couple M's. Yeah. Extra couple M's. Liverpool said no, no. Kenny Pinching. And I think he ended up, how much did he go to Newcastle for? Like 13, 12, 13 M's. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, how can you be the champs? How can you be the champs? If you want the guy and they're asking you for an extra couple M's, go get the guy. He's That's a good player. Saying. He's Premier like, you're, He plays you're, in the Premier League. You're making it seem like, um, cool, even if you want to give the excuse to Man City that it's not easy to add players to the system. That's cool, isn't it? Even though I disagree with that, fine, put that to one side. Liverpool had clear players in sight that they wanted to buy. To this day, they still haven't bought Thiago. Timo Werner as well. Thiago, one of the best... The, one of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah, I'll get to Werner. One of the best midfielders in the world. We've just seen his performances as in live. Live and direct. Everyone has stopped playing football. Thanks. Premier League is done. So everyone's watching the Champions League. And you're telling me they shouldn't go out and spend 30 M's. You think I wouldn't be screaming for my... If not for the signings Chelsea have made, you think I wouldn't be screaming for Thiago to be on my team. On top of that, Timo Werner. Been courting him for literally maybe over a year. Saying, yeah, we're going to grab him. We're going to grab him. But as soon as it was time to pay the piece, penny pinching again. Ooh, not sure. And bro, not sure. Let's look at the stats. Salah, Mane, and Firmino scored less goals than Marshall, Rashford, and Greenwood. That sh- you need goals in the team. You've targeted mm. the guy. The guy's available yeah. at a good price. But what's and stopping it, and you? It's, it's, For me, that's just a lack of. They, they're not moving like champions. They're not moving yeah. like champions. Now, the fam, that, they're not moving like fam, champions. Then no on, on the business end, no and on, the, on the pitch end. Yeah. 
No, I was just saying, no one's saying that they need to affect the chemistry of the squad, but adding adding quality, yeah. fam, and someone like Timo Werner doesn't take away from the squad. Adding quality like Jamal Lewis as a backup to Andrew Robertson doesn't take anything away from the squad. Adding Thiago, for crying yeah. out loud, you can still run the same type of midfield you run with Thiago there. Mm. So it just doesn't Funny make enough, sense. Fabinho started the game on the bench. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sure, even, even, to, even to slide off what... Um, Darren said they're not they're not moving like champions on the business end, but on the pit side as well they're not moving like they're not defending like champions especially man. Um, I feel like defensively it was a sloppy game from both sides. Obviously Koch gave away two goals um in the first half quite early on. But um from Liverpool's standpoint, it's not the kind of defending that we've we've seen from Liverpool over the past year or so, man. Um Van Dijk is not looking like the world class centre back that that he is and then should be looking at like the best centre back in the world. Um, and you could c- kind of pin it down to the short preseason. Maybe we didn't have enough time to kind of work no, on their no de- um, defensive part. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You could pin it down to that, but at the same time, they haven't changed their squad, bro. These are Premier League champions, so really and truly, you should you, we shouldn't be pinning anything down on defensive issues from a Liverpool standpoint because you've got the exact same back five as you did last season, man. Um, Four leads, you can kind of give them a blow. I think they've done very well, man. I think I think they'll be walking away from that game thinking we probably could have got a draw there, man, or maybe even a win, man. I think 100%. I think they were very hard done by, man. But I think for, for for Leeds fans, you're walking out of that game into the next game with a whole lot confidence. of confidence, bro. Because you just get you, fam, you just get the, the Premier League champions a very very difficult time, oh, man. I'm yeah, telling you now, against a lot, uh, bro, against a lot of our other, and I think Liverpool are one of the teams that are very good at getting away with things but because a lot of other teams they would not have got away with a win that day man yeah. you know what I'm saying a very good game by Mo Salah but for Leeds fans you're going to walk away thinking "Rah, boy if we can push the champions to that kind of limit I can back up I can back us against a Man United against an Arsenal against them teams you know what I'm saying fan? they play very well Daniel your mic is on mute by the way no 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 but um no. yeah but um yeah man I think for, for Leeds fans you should be very optimistic man no, I agree big time, man. I think they played very well, man. To go toe-to-toe with the champs like that, obviously, as you said, it shows that Liverpool... Fam, Liverpool are frail. There's a reason why I picked them to finish third in the league, man. I just think you have to strengthen. You have to strengthen. So Alex Ferguson showed us, no matter how much you win, the next year is a new year. So You can't expect you can't expect to have the same success when you're not strengthening so your if, team. If, if I was to ask both of you a question, yeah, what side of the fence do you fall on with the Firmino debate and how... Um, is he a striker? Should he be scoring more goals? No, he doesn't score goals because he does different stuff for the system. What side of the defence do you fall on? Should he be putting up number nine numbers or it's fine for him to carry on not scoring? Because arguably, fam, in that you know, Leeds game, <laughs> he should he should have scored two. Like, he had two big chances in that game, so... Bro, do, 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 do you know what it is, yeah? I think for Firmino's role, yeah, it goes so well when, like... Everything's going so well until it goes wrong. That's literally how it is for, for that Firmino role, man. Like, he can do all of the, the doggy work, play as a CDM, whatever, striker, whatever. But the moment he's not contributing to the team as he should, bro, that's when he kind of points into it as, ah, like, what's he even doing on the pitch, bro? Do you know what I'm saying? Bro. I feel like, for Liverpool, um, even me and you, Danny, have, have had this um, debate before. The system that they play is not a, it's not a system like ticker attack of football whereby you can carry on for, for, for decades, but I feel like their system needs to be adapted, man. That Firmino role exactly. needs to be adapted. I don't feel like this is a role that he can play for Liverpool throughout this whole season and next season, bro. Like, things need to change. Hence why I feel like they wanted to get that team of Werner. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like, yeah, man, Firmino, 
it's all well and nice when he's doing that role, but when he's not creating, when he's not scoring, they look at it like, bro, it's basically a wasted piece, man. I don't think number nine numbers, you know, like, because, yeah, he, he plays a different role. And you still got Salah Mane winning golden boots. So I wouldn't say number nine numbers, but I think he's got to contribute more. Like, um, I think it was two seasons ago that he had, uh, like, 20-plus goals. Yeah, yeah. Last season, I think he dropped down to, like, nine goals. So they definitely, as I said, fam, you can't um, be the champions in the league and, and score less goals than Rashford Marshall Greenwood. That is like when I saw that stat, I was stunned. My so, um, is, obviously, they haven't made any signings to add to that. Yeah, I just think Firmino's got to take his game back to where um, where it was a couple seasons ago. I think maybe just to like um, tie a bow on it, like my thing is with Firmino is that I'm a huge defender of his role for Liverpool and what he provides to the system. I'm a however, fan as well. I'm a fan, however, that's no excuse to pass up chances. Oh, because I'm not a number nine and I missed this chance, it's calm, fam. If the chance uh, uh, like presents itself, finish off the chance. Get your goals. Like, you do you get score. what I'm saying? You have to score. Got, got to be a killer, man. Do you get what I'm saying? You yeah, got to have that killer instinct, killer. And, and that's what Liverpool have always had killer instinct. And I guess that's what kind of willed them on against Leeds. But against a better team, that they might not get that goal. They might not get that penalty, for example. Fam, that penalty, 86th minute, Rodrigo, his debut in the Premier League, and or well, not. I mean, he played in the Premier League before, but his debut for Leeds, and then he goes and does that. Like uh, after all the hard work, he goes and does that. Like very, very poor. So Liverpool, very, very lucky. So what does that? What did that tell you? Or what did that? What did what did that win kind of say to you for Liverpool going forward into the season? Does it reaffirm your doubts in terms of because Liverpool have been poor since the turn of the year, since that Watford loss, mm. they've not really been motivated like they've not, not been, the been same, innit? Yeah, yeah they've not been the same like and bro do you get what i'm saying so does that reaffirm your beliefs look at their, just as yeah i think two seasons ago the strike force was carrying them do you got what i mean salamone Firmino, them man were carrying them last season i think the defense took more of the owners this season you're gonna need one what like one of them to carry the load oh. and if we're seeing defensive frailties and Firmino is going to have another single digit goal season do you get what I'm saying I, I don't think you're going to not one of them is yeah. going to be doing enough so it's like yeah. I don't think they're going to have the same level of success um, I think the defence is going to you know it will sort itself out you still got ballers in there still got world class players in there but I don't think it's going to be the powerhouse that it, it has been uh, in addition to the fact that their front line ain't going to be as potent as it was, you know, at their best. Uh, yeah, I think, um, obviously, I picked Liverpool to, to win the Premier League this season, more so because I do feel like City would be focused on that Champions League run. But um, it's very early on, man. There's one game in, man. But obviously, of course, since the turn of the year, they haven't been that great. But for this, for this new Premier League season, it's quite early on. There's only one game in. At the end of the day, they did get the win in it, do you know what I'm saying? And the, the hallmark of great teams is often getting the win when so maybe they don't even out. deserve it. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, it's quite early on, man. It'll just be interesting to see how Liverpool progress throughout the season, and I feel like it's that's literally the only way I can answer this question. But on a side note, bro, man needs to start putting some respect on Salah's name, bro. I ain't gonna cap, bro. Man needs to start respecting Salah <laughs> on a big level, bro. Hey, them like, numbers that, big, that we posted on a yeah. big level, bro. Oh, like, so fam, stupid. Them bro, I don't want no more can, Salah slander, bro. The guy, bro, chat, like George, it's mad. How can I put it in the chat and you have man them saying, ah? Oh, this generation will be filled by stats. What are you looking at? Like, what, what, Bro, what like, are you fam, that Do you know what is, yeah? Do, do, do you know what is, yeah? And 
I, I don't know why man aren't trying to hear Salah. Maybe it's because he's not a flashy player like the Ronaldos and, and the Hazards, but he's putting up better numbers than Ronaldo was when he was in the Prem. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why man aren't trying to hear the Salah thing, but bro, like, this guy's on crack, bro. Like, said, he's a baller. Like, said. he's a baller. He and the way he's refined his game, fam. I've said it already. He is the best goal scoring winger this league has ever seen. Full stop. He's number one. And I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Ronaldo. Yes, I'll call them out. I don't want to hear Bale. He is the best goal scoring winger we have seen. Puts himself in the position to score all the time. He gets about four chances a game. Yeah, you could even argue he's not the greatest finisher. But the fact that he can even not be that great at finishing, but still maybe come away with a hat trick, just goes to show mm. how good he is at scoring. Yes, you can make the argument that Klopp has put him in a system to succeed as well. But I don't care because we can only go by what we're seeing. Like, that's why I don't like yeah. when people say that Trent isn't the best right back in the world because he's only a system player. Cool, let him be a system player. But until I see him in another system and him flop, I will continue to say he's the best. Do you get what I'm saying? For that, just to yeah. use that as an example, because I still think Kimmich is the best. Kimmich is trying to be fine. Kimmich is my guy still. But Salah is the best goal scoring winger we have ever seen in the Premier League. And he's putting himself in the conversation as one of the best goal scorers, full stop. As in, not just wingers. Mm. He's putting himself in categories with strikers. And that's when you say, mm. yo. And that's why that's why you have to respect it for me, fam. In terms of Ronaldo and Bale and them kind of guys, I think, you know, them guys did most of their damage when they got to Later the on, Bale. later on. Yeah, later yeah. on, later on. But I'm you saying for I'm the saying? Prem- it's like, But as yeah. far as in the Premier League, yeah, I think uh, you're right. He probably is the best goal-scoring winger because, like, he, he is savage, fam. The numbers that, that we posted, I think it's 77 goals in 111 games. What was yeah. it? It's like a ratio. Yeah, like that that's up there with some of the, the, the best strikers that have ever played in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Do, do you know what it is though, yeah? Wide. Like you have to respect it. And he's winning. He's winning <laughs> trophies to, as well. To, to, to be fair, yeah, to, to be a like a devil's advocate. At the same time, we also you spoke about Ronaldo and Bale and obviously they were getting those numbers um when they pushed out of the Premier League and later on in their career, but you have to think this is basically Salah going from the Premier League like Ronaldo did to the La Liga because he came back into the Premier in his prime, if you think about it like that. Do you know what I'm saying? So he's coming in here in the prime of his life, whereas these men, they started in the Premier earlier on where yeah, they were younger, yeah. do you know what I mean? Newer and fresher to the game, but he's coming in as a, as a big grown man, but that's just playing devil's like, But besides that, man, still an incredible player, man. Still give him his roses while he's still here because, bro, you're still inciting that. We ain't never seen from a winger, bro, in the Premier League. And to be honest, I think if they do want to achieve um, like like the heights that they have been at, he's going to have to have a monster season. Mm. Genuinely, I think he's going to have to have a big question, year. Question, question, question about that Liverpool team, though. The Virgil van Dijk debate. Keep talking about it. Keep, we keep speaking about van Dijk. How they've put his name with the greats. Obviously, he has his title now. He has his Champions League. Where, where do you guys fall? on that debate in terms of Van Dijk and where he ranks in terms of the greatest Premier League centre-backs? But my, st- my stance hasn't changed, man. Not better than Trust. Terry, not better than Vidic, not better than Ferdy. Um, not he's up there, company. man. Not better than company. Um, Tony Adams. He, he, no, uh, no, I think he's on that Tony Adams level. Though. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he's on that level, man. I, I wouldn't say Tony Adams was better. I wouldn't say that. I think, I think he's in that kind of category, but... He's not in that upper upper echelon of Premier League centre backs, man. That, that that one is for a select like three, three, four. And man let's not forget, generous. let's not forget the likes of JT and uh, Rio. 
those guys were actually doing it from young. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That man were consistent from young. Yes. Rio was the captain, I think at the age of like 21, 22, yeah. of Leeds, who mm. made it to the Champions League semi-final. Like, mm. Van Dijk was banging for Celtic, probably these times. Yeah. So, I think there's, you know, there, there do, is do you know what it is, levels. yeah? Performance-wise, he's hard. But, yeah. you know, he ain't got a longevity. To, 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 to be fair to him, man, because of all these um, Vidic and Terry stands, whenever Van Dijk makes a mistake, they're always on his back. And to be fair to him, like... Centre backs make mistakes in it. We've seen all centre backs, however great they are, make mistakes, man. So I think we should be careful when we're jumping on his back. But he's an incredible, incredible player, bro. But to be mentioned in that category, bro, you need to be more than just a great player, man. These men, like you said, they've been at it for years, bro, and won titles. One thing I will give to him, though, is that I do. Or feel free to disagree with you. Disagree with me. I do think he's the best centre back we've ever seen in terms of his prime and in terms of his assets. In terms of his abilities, like I don't think I've seen a, a centre back as quick as, um, like aerially dominant, can pass out of the back comfortably, defensive awareness yeah. can intercept and can also score a goal. Like he's got everything across the board. Like I don't actually think yeah. in his prime, especially when we were no, seeing him at the top top level, I don't think he has a weakness. Like, do you get what I'm saying? But when it comes, I, to I don't disagree. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. But what I will say is. Yeah, go on, yeah go I on. don't disagree, but what I will say is um, I think it was Rio that made this point. He's not going up against um, a, a two strikers, or rarely. Do you get what I'm saying? And also, the calibre of strikers. Obviously, I think the, the high-level strikers are still there, but you don't have um, the hard-nosed strikers that you had in the lower-level teams back in the day. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? Mm. And I think, I think as well as that, you could possibly even give an argument that of those upper echelon um, centre-backs, he probably has the weakest um, partner as well, bro. We saw Terry and he had Ferdinand as well, but I feel like Van Dijk, he's pretty much a standalone in that Liverpool back two, if you were. Mm. I mean, but you say that, but then people are saying that three out of the four of the defensive um, the defensive line are the best in their position. Oh, well, are the best in their position. But then look at but look at look at the back fives that No but look at the look at the back fives that um Terry was working with bro. He had man at Ashley Cole, man at Petacek. Like he bro like he had players no, as no, well no, bro. No, no, I would no. say that but what I'm saying is like now fair enough yes back in the day we recognised that the quality was different. We had numerous of quality left backs, numerous of quality right backs and whatnot. However these men in the back line are still the best in their positions. You get what I'm saying? Even no, but, e- no, but even the then, th- there's a caveat. There's a caveat on that, though. What's the caveat you know that. to that? The caveat on that is that there's not a lot of quality fullbacks in the world, and because these are playing the best right now, naturally we have to put them as the best fullbacks in the world. But really and truly, in the grand scheme of things, they aren't the greatest of fullbacks that we've seen. Really and truly, but Cole was the best left back in the world for a period of time, bro, and that was. In a world where there were a lot of quality fullbacks, man, but now you can't name me three world-class fullbacks aside from Trent and um, uh, Robertson. Like you can't. Kimmich, 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 Kimmich. Free. Yeah. I said free. I said free. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's so that's fair enough, isn't it? I mean, when I look at Liverpool, I think I still put them second. I, I didn't have the confidence to put Chelsea above Liverpool. I just think Championship experience in your current team. Was Is that still... you scared? Pardon? I said, is that because you scared? I said scared, you know. You have more on your plate than I do, fam. United are trying to go go about this league quietly because Chelsea have made bare sand. <laughs> They've got huge expectations as well, fam. You're in for a shot. Huge expectations? Wait, you don't think you have huge expectations this year? 
not huge, fam. I'm expecting hey, Darryl, to be full. I mean, Josh, chat to your boy. Chat to your boy. Your man united for God's sake. Huge expectations. Your man united. So you want to go from third to fourth? No, I said I'm expecting us to finish fourth. That's that's just the reality. I'm expecting us to cut the points gap. Yes, but as far as expectations, they're not huge. Yeah, but if you go from it, it doesn't. If you cut the points gap and finish fourth, it's been a terrible season, a sackable season, in fact. <laughs> but, but Chelsea are better than us. Man City are better than us, and Liverpool are better than us. That so we, why is we, didn't, we didn't we didn't have that same excuse, and we finished in the top four. Everyone was better than us when the season started. So why why Man United? Why have the goalposts changed? Why have the goalposts changed? Your Man United. Why have the goalposts changed? Wait, why are we even chatting about United? We ain't even played a game. No, we're allowed to. No, because I'm I'm seeing <laughs> you for weeks now talk about the signings Chelsea have made and where they expect to finish, and now I've just said you have huge expectations coming into this season, and you're telling me you don't. Mm. No, I think there's pressure on Oli, but as far as Man United as a team, I don't think we have huge expectations. Fam, what is fourth place finish like? Some huge expectation or something? I'm saying that really why, is the. Why are you not challenging? Why, why are you not as angry as I am? Why are you not challenging? Why are we not challenging? Why are you not as angry as I? Because <laughs> you got Oli gonna social at the helm. You got you got Donny, you got Van der Veek, fam. Hey, let's move. Man said, why aren't we challenging? Let's move on, man. Let's move on. This guy's this guy on ropes. <laughs> How are you not ch- fam? You see, you're trying to get out. Trying to get out you think Man United should be challenging for the league? They should be putting up a, a, a some sort of challenge anyway. You finished third no, last bro. year. You finished no, bro. No, no. You finished third. Yeah, one of our worst seasons in the history of the club. But you finished third. This point still stands. So what? So it means progression. No. You either finish third again or push on. You don't go backwards. No, because if we have back. more points, if we have more points but finish fourth, that don't mean that it's a worse season. So if you have more points but finish fifth, which is possible, what happens then? Yeah, that's obviously that. Then we can talk sackable. Then we what, can talk sackable because it's Champions League and one's Europa League. Yeah, obviously. Fair, fair enough, in it. But you don't worry. You're not getting out of this lightly, but we're on to <laughs> But no, nah, hey, you man. Speaking of, um, I'm even taking Daniel's rod. Sorry, bro. But speaking no, no, of no, top no, four no. sides, go man. True, speaking of top four sides, man. On the weekend, I saw a very impressive Arsenal team, man. Fair enough. It was against Trust Fulham, me. and you know, you, you do what you got to do like in it. Bro, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You do what you got to do against Fulham, but it's the way in which Josh, they won the game. Which was very impressive up, for me, man. Because apparently, I have to say this in it to all my Arsenal people. Apparently, I'm biased. Apparently. I'm, I never give credit to Arsenal fans. Apparently, I never give credit to Arsenal. So what I will say now <laughs> is, and put it on the record, Aubameyang is a top three striker in the world right now. Yep. And that's facts. Yep. I even, I could go as far, if we take Mbappe out of it and say he's just a forward, I'd say after Lewandowski, it's Aubameyang right now in terms of form, in terms of just how they're carrying themselves. On Hold the on, Ronaldo's a striker, by the way. No, but Ronaldo and Messi never count in these debates, man. Come on. Okay, so you're saying he's the second best striker in the world second after Lewandowski? Second best striker in the world after Lewandowski, yes. Based on form anyway, he's the second best. Okay. So, I'm putting that on I'm still taking Aguero, but I, I'm a big, no, big... No, 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 I said based fan. on form, innit? You can't... Aguero, based, based on yeah, form, yeah, yeah, based on yeah, form. Yeah, based on form. So, I'm, I'm putting that on the record. And, of course, Arteta, it looks like he's building something at that club. Like, you can see his vision. You can see what he wants to do with that team. You can see that Willian is, is a piece that fits... Like I said, fam, I said William will be a good piece. I said you need to wait longer down the line because with William, it's always been about 
he can have that one outstanding game but then go missing for the next 10 games like that's exactly. literally been our problem yeah. with William so I'm saying let's just wait in it to see but as far as first game first games go Arsenal have looked the best out of every team that's played so far probably and yes yeah. against, it was against Fulham but Game, games you still, you still got to do still, the job, man. Still got to finish yeah. your dinner. Still you still got to go out there and do the job, bro. In, I think, I think defensively. Yeah. yeah, let me just make one point, Daniel. In it. Um, defensively, yeah, on, I think on, they've improved drastically. Arteta's doing a great job um, drilling them. Because, fam, it was a makeshift defence that they had, you know. Gabriel, first game in the Premier League, holding. Obviously, he played um, last season, but he's not really established. And then they had Tin. Like, that's not. And then obviously, Ainsley and Bellerin. It's not a great back line, but obviously when you put them together, you got to give Arteta credit for drilling them. I think um, El Nenny yeah. had a good game. Fam. Do you know what I'm saying? If you have guys like that coming in and playing well, you got to give credit to the manager. Yeah, yeah. and do you know what it is? Like, like, like I said, it? obviously, all of these um, games that we're talking about is is with like one eye because obviously the first game or yeah, opening exactly. game of the season, whatever. So, you know what I mean? We don't want to get full steam ahead or whatever. It was very impressive by Arsenal, but again, I don't want to get too excited, man. Um, but yeah, Arteta's doing a very good job for them, man. Um, it would just be interesting to see how they progress. I feel like their, their, their squad depth has definitely um, strengthened. Um, Pepe's got more competition now with William coming in, um, so that's very good as well. I feel like maybe you could see a resurge of Lacazette, possibly. Um, we're having a much better season than he did last year. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think if he can be the kind of striker that they need, I think, I think if he can be the the first season Premier League like is it, then Arsenal are definitely in top four contention, man. Definitely. Man. Yeah, I think I, I probably did like sleep on them in terms of top four contention. Again, I don't want to make any like claims now because it's against Fulham, and yeah, we have to remember that. But however, you see. Before the week started, I mean, before the game started, obviously, Aubameyang signed a new contract. Arteta gets, like, kind of, you can call it a promotion in many ways. Moved from um, coach to, like, first team manager. So he's got more responsibilities now. And I think the, the thing that you look for in a manager when he comes to your club is, can he make the current crop of players better than what they are? Especially with the resources that Arsenal have. They haven't, they haven't got endless resources. They haven't got an endless um, budget. So... They need to, or Arteta needs to show that he can improve players, and he's showing he can improve players because El Nenny, everyone thought he was out of the door, but looking like someone that's quality. Okay, and just some news to like point out to you, man. They're trying to sell more players to get um, enough money to either buy. So it's either they're not getting both, but it's either to get um, Hassan party. Uh, oh, or Party. Um, party is a fifty mil release clause, and Leon wants sixty mil. For um, OR, so do with that Apparently one. Yeah, who's, your, who's your man think is a better fit for them? It depends on the formation, fam, but probably party. Probably party. I don't know yet. I, I, I would have said, I would have said, I would so know. nice for them, but then in a free and a back, like, where do you play him? You can play him in a two with Shaka. Yeah. Play him in a two with Shaka. Yeah, then you lose Sabayos. There's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things. I feel like Arteta is buying players anyway to build a 4-3-3. I don't think this three at the back is what he's going with, but however, it's working. So don't change what's working, innit? Exactly. That's why he's sticking with it, innit? Um, For sure. Yeah, so yeah. But Arsenal, man, like, the thing about Arsenal is that they can always do this. They can always give us Bro, this. Bro, it's true. Like, it's they true. can always do this to us. Like, 
I don't want to, like we keep on saying, we don't want to be too quick to say things like, fam, I was watching Arsenal fan TV today just to have a look at how it was without troops and DT isn't on it anymore. Someone was like, Gabrielle's looking like prime Rio Ferdinand and then I had to turn it off in it. What the hell, You get what I'm saying? This is why Arsenal fans get so much This is the hope they put themselves, like, and it's their They do it to themselves, you know. They do it to themselves, bro. They do it to themselves. However, I'm not criticizing Arsenal because <laughs> I don't want them to say. It. I want to make sure that this has been a Arsenal appraisal day from Daniel, innit? Do you get what I'm saying? But nah, they're looking good, man. They're looking good. Final question, final question that I want to ask you boys: What are you expecting from Havertz and Werner tomorrow? What are we expecting? Oh, look at this! <laughs> hey, if we don't if we don't win comfortably, yeah. You man can comfortably. You have every right to comfortably. Oh, yeah. You know it has to be a comfortable win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't mind. I don't want to hear a 1-0 and, and a possession split was 55-45, bro. Because I'm hearing, I'm hearing Timo Werner scoring 20 out of 20 on a training pitch, bro. So, bro, all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, and if you lot want to disagree with me, that's fine. Isn't it? I know in my head where I'm at and where my team's at. It's the same defense. There's no Thiago Silva and there's no Mendy in it. So just saying, if we concede, it'll be it'll be it'll be a free one. If we concede, it'll Aww. be a free one because it's the same defense. No, obviously we'll, we'll we'll look at it with a we'll look at it with an analyst eye, man. Of course, man. But yeah. I'm expecting a comfortable win for Chelsea, man. Fireworks! I'm expecting fireworks, bro. 100%. I want to see I want to see what this Hazard money really and got. And then when you man. see it, <laughs> that's what I, I want to see. I want you lot to come out and say. We look impressive. I want to hear all the praise. I'll give um, you an honest criticism, as I did for every be, other team on this episode. Needed, in it? Do you get what I'm saying? I don't. I'll, give, I'll give you my honest opinion. Honest opinion. Not talk too much, but yeah, man, lads, it's been great. I think it's important to mention, just in case we don't get to touch on it properly, that fam, Houston Rockets, bro, you need to allow it, fam. You get me? Uh, you man, in a bit, in a bit, in a bit. In a bit, it's been good, man. It's been good, man. But yeah, man, it's been. You man, take care, man.
recorded on two separate tracks, each one giving special emphasis to certain sections of the orchestra, as heard from those positions. Now, when played back simultaneously on two separate systems, the sounds are blended together to achieve a new dimension of sound impossible to obtain in a monoro recording. <laughs> 